Welcome to today's Conduit Leadership Podcast. My name is Jerry Bierman, owner-operator of Alluring Glass. I got my buddy on, Rick Meyer, owner-operator of Meyer Brothers and Sons. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Jerry. So I'm probably going to call this um, uh, this podcast like early adopters. You've seen the you've seen the bell curve where on the front, I've got it queued up on my computer, where it talks about early adopters. Um, so at the front of the curve, and then early majority, and then you get to the top of the, the curve, and it starts to go over the other side, it says late majority and laggards. And so I think of like two businesses that come to mind um, that are on the other, that are on the late majority or laggards, like I talk to a lot of young people that uh, want to buy and flip houses. And uh, obviously the, the inventory of houses today's, you know, it's 2021, it's June 2nd, 2021 in the greater Cincinnati area. And the inventory of houses is sparse. And a lot of our friends have done really well uh, buying and flipping houses. Um, and uh, additionally, like the breweries, these microbreweries, you've got a bunch up in Hamilton and I'm sitting in Oakley close to Mad Tree. There's a lot of microbrews. And while there's still room for people to buy and flip houses and there's still room for microbrews, it seems like, you know, the guys that really did well are the early adopters to buying and flipping houses. You can still do it. You can still uh, launch a microbrew. But it seems like the the front end of the curve um, is so much more rewarding than the back end of the the curve. Does that make sense? Yeah, and I think those are great examples. And um, it's tough. It's tough to be on the back end of that curve because then you realize it's like this huge missed opportunity that you you know it's like oh I I saw you know and some people might even say I saw it coming or I thought about it but I just never did it never pulled the trigger and so now they're sitting in the on the bottom side of the bell curve and kind of yeah it's essentially a missed opportunity yeah and and, and you know obviously if you're if you're uh, focused enough and disciplined enough and determined enough you could still launch a microbrew and and have tremendous success you could still buy and flip houses and and have tremendous success however like right now it's really cool and so you know, one of the, the messages that I'd like to get to young people today is like, what's coming that might not be really cool today, but five or 10 years from now, we're going to be like, wow, that was really cool. That was, that was a moment in time where it wasn't cool, but it became cool. And so, yeah, uh, that's what, that's and, kind of, and, go and, ahead. Yeah. I think the difficulty is identifying what will remain cool right? Because a lot of things come down the pike and, and have promises of the next big thing, um, but they just don't stick. So the, yeah, the, the difficult, and that's obviously the, the risk reward. You got, if you're going to risk yourself in the early adoption stage um, or even be in the innovator space, then, then there's possibility that just might not turn out for you. Yep. Yep. So there's, there's two areas that I want to explore this morning. Um, the first area uh, and both of these are very relevant to you and I. The first area is 
the abundance of opportunities within the residential trades, which is where you and I operate. So you and I, um, you were, you were, you were brought up in the residential trades. I've been in the residential trades for 12 to 14 years and the massive, so the, I, my vision is the, we're on the front end of the curve where it's like, holy smokes, you've got tons of, um, tradesmen that are retiring, that are getting older. Um, you've got a incredible demand for, uh, people in the trades. And so you've got this and you don't have a, you don't have a backfill. Like you don't have an abundance of people graduating from high school or graduating from college that are influxing, um, into the trades to, to backfill the needs. Is that fair? Oh yeah, I think that's, that's very fair. And so, and I, and I think, and I'm looking at this bell curve. I don't think it's the, the early adopter right now. I, I wonder if it's further up the curve, like the early majority, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's, maybe it's still premature. Maybe it's still in the early adopter phase. Um, but I can, I can visually see it coming. What is, what's your opinion of where we're at on that curve as far as backfilling what? the trades? I think the the reality of that of that need or problem, depending on how you look at it, I think that's in the, the early adopters even even past that part. But I think people doing something about it, I feel like that's that's in the beginning of that bell curve because uh, there's just not there's not a lot of people pivoting what they're currently doing to help make that up or changing their business strategy or their hiring in order to compensate. So. Um, yeah, I think the, the reality is there, but the people doing something that's still, that's still, uh, in the early stages. So what the, the, on this bell curve, I'm looking at before the early adopters comes the innovators and, and maybe to your point, maybe we're at the innovation stage. Like, you know, maybe, maybe the, the need, like, again, we can't see, we don't know exactly what the future is going to hold, but you and I being in this lane are saying holy smokes there's a great opportunity for young people to come in and be employed in the trades there's a tremendous opportunity for people to own businesses in the trades um and so there's a we may still be in the innovation phase which which means that it's probably i'm thinking of my uh my nephew who i talked to um on memorial day he's a college student Maybe I'll send him a copy of this podcast, but he's a college student. He's like, he wants to buy and flip houses and, you know, he can do it. I, I didn't say this to him, but I thought to myself, dude, you're, you're pretty late to the party for that. You know, it would have been, that would have been a good, that would have been a good thing to get into 10 years ago, 07, 08, 09. That would have been a great time to buy, buy in a, a bunch of properties. Um, right now you can still do it it's just going to be a lot harder but it's cool like it's really cool right now if you, you come across somebody that in there they have an inventory of x million dollars of property you're like that's a cool guy right you, you come across a guy that owns or a gal that owns a microbrew and you're like wow you're super cool um as opposed to somebody that is working in the trades um that the cool factor is not tied to them yet 
from a uh, from a culture, from a community standpoint or society. Is that fair? Are you saying that uh, shower glass is not cool, Jerry? Well, it depends who you ask. Um, if you if you if you ask the general population, I think the masses would say, um, you know, working working in a um, in a boutique type of small business in the residential trades is not high on the cool factor yet. Fair. Fair. Okay. <laughs> I, no, it's, it's, uh, no, it's a good point. And it, and it, it's just such a hard, it's a hard place to be. It's a hard, it's a hard thing to navigate when you have, um, when you recognize something, I know I think about Bitcoin when that first came out. Right. And, um, how you could buy, it's like $1 for one Bitcoin. And now it's, you know, 40,000, uh, Bitcoins up to 40,000. Like, that's just a crazy, but now it's, you know, that's the late adopters and the laggards that are in there buying, buying Bitcoin as opposed to the early adopters or the innovators that were in there mining it for computers. So yeah. Yeah, there's so many things and it's a balance, right? You, like, to the other point, some things just aren't going to work. It's easy to look at things that worked, that, uh, that stuck, um, and, um, and say, oh, I should have done that or, you know, I should have thought of that or I had that thought but didn't do it. Um, but it's a lot harder when you're in that innovation stage to, to try to work stuff out and to make it happen and, and to be in the, in the front of what society and culture is doing and, and to set the trends as opposed to be following them. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So the and again, if if a young person was coming to us and saying, hey, um, and again, just our like the, the world that you and I live in, we see things. Um, and we, we might be right, we might be wrong. We just see opportunities within our sphere of influence. And you and I can see, well, I'll let you speak for yourself. I can see uh, people that, um, that get into the trades, especially, and I, you and I function in the residential side. So it's a, it's a different animal than the commercial side. So um, people that get into the residential trades are going to have massive opportunities in front of them um, from, a, from a, a doing standpoint, a tradesman to a management or leadership position, right? A leader or manager of tradesmen to the third step is a business owner, you know, a, a somebody that owns uh, a business or businesses within the residential trades. So I think there's massive opportunities to do there's massive opportunities to, to lead and manage, and there's massive opportunities to own. So those are three different roles and responsibilities that I think are going to have a cool factor to it in the next few years. Yeah, and, and, and that's a good point. I hopefully, hopefully we can help influence young people into that you know, early adoption stage and say, hey, here's what we see coming. And here's an opportunity for you. And, you know, might be, a lot of your friends might be doing this, that, the other thing. But if it doesn't fit you, don't be, don't force yourself into a college. You know, yeah. you could even try out the trade and uh, see what you think. So, I, yeah. yeah, I think it's really important that we can 
and I think we are culturally shifting more in that direction, which, Absolutely. which is going to be, which is really helpful. Oh yeah. Well, you know, to your point, I've got, I, I don't know how many of my last, whatever, three to five hires have been all college grads. And so it, it is interesting that, you know, if you choose to go to college, then there's great opportunities for you to do work in the trades, for you to lead and manage work in the trades, for you to own businesses in the re residential trades, if you go to college. And if you don't go to college, there's those same opportunities. And so again, for young people, you know, I just wonder if you said, hey, how cool do you think it is if you could own a microbrew business that does $5 million in revenue? Like, how cool would it be to tell your friends, I own uh, Mad Tree, and last year we did $5 million. I don't know what Mad Tree does, but we did $5 million in revenue and we've got 50 employees. How cool is that? How cool is it if you said, hey, we've got an inventory of X million dollars of, of rental properties or houses, uh, and we've got 50 guys working on buying and flipping houses. How, how cool is that? How cool does that sound? And the barrier to entry there is massive, as opposed to if I said to you, hey, how cool do you think it is if you ran, own, if you did work or led managed work or owned a business in the residential trades that did $5 million and uh, had 50 employees? And I think as soon as you take that test and you look at the cool factor, um, I think that you can start look at this bell curve and say, holy smokes, if Jerry and Rick are right, I'm, I could get on the front end of this thing um, and benefit substantially. So I, and I think that's the, I, I, you know, for me this morning, that's the message. That's one of the messages is, um, you know, is, is look at, look at the opportunity um, and then get with people that know, like people like you, like, you know, have Rick pull back the curtains and share with you, what does he see? What does he see as opportunity in front of him? Because you've got a life, you've got 41 years. Are you 41? Not, not yet. Still, still 40. Well, you're in your 41st year. So you've got, you've got, uh, you got a lot of years under your belt looking at the residential trades. And if you went to your father and said, hey, what do you think, dad? I think, would he, would he echo the sentiments? Yeah, for sure. I, I, yes. And it, he would, and, and there is great opportunity. And looking at him where he's at now in the retirement stage from being in the trades his whole life. Uh, and he did well for himself. So it's not like, you know, he's, I mean, yeah. he's not even 60, he is in his sixties, retired early sixties. Yep. Um, and, and now he's living how he wants to live. So it's great, but it is, it is not as cool for sure. It's like, Hey, yeah. I'm going to go be a plumber friends. How does that sound? So yeah, it is a, it's a bit of a tough sell, but there's also the practical side. Well, life's not, life's not always sexy and, and cool. Yeah. You know, sometimes you just need to do what, what you need to do to pay the bills. And, and um, maybe that'll come and, and maybe it won't, but yeah. um Sometimes, you know, there's, there's a, there's a goal and hopes and dreams, which are good to pursue. Then, and then sometimes there's a reality and sometimes you see it's life is about trudging through the reality and not about chasing or following the next cool thing. And I agree with you. 
And I think that it is going to be cool. I think it's going to be incredibly sexy. I, I, I do. I think I think the next five to ten years, it's going to be it's going to be an amazing, um, amazingly popular, uh, well thought of uh, industry. So, anyway, good stuff. The, what what we didn't get to talk about, which maybe we can talk about next next week, is the um, some of the innovation around employees and retention. So maybe we'll hit that hit that that next yeah. week. That's a lightning rod topic as well. All right, my friend, I appreciate your wisdom and insight once again. Thanks, Jerry.